Would you consider yourself much of a follower of the arts? I dabble. Would you consider yourself much of a follower of sports? Of course, do you need to ask? Well, boy, do I have the thing to share for you. I don't know if you're aware of this, but on Twitter there recently has uh, blown up uh, an account called Art But Make It Sports. Uh, what, what do you think, what do you think an account with that name would entail i i i'm not sure i i guess it would be making sports out of art it's it's actually the exact reverse which you know calls into question the the name of the account it's uh, it's making art out of sports what they do is this account a real person without the assistance of ai uh, a real person with just an incredibly vast um, and extensive knowledge of art history uh, takes uh, scenes, uh, snapshots of, of things that happen in sports, particularly dramatic moments, um, and draws upon his extensive knowledge of art history to find uh, an accurate parallel um, from a work of art. Uh, I don't know if you remember as a City fan, but... Uh, like a a week or two ago, Kyle Walker, our city were playing Chelsea, and uh, Kyle Walker, there's a there's a there's a frame of him, pretty much doing a handstand. Did you see that? Oh, it looks like he's break dancing. Yeah, that's right. That's that's a more accurate right, right. And uh, and Sterling is just on all fours as he does, as as he does, as he does. Um. And somehow this guy compares it to pre it's it's mind-boggling. Compares it to Peter Bruegel, um, his um, children's games, which is a such an incredibly cluttered canvas, a very big painting um, that I actually studied last semester in my art history class, which was a, a nice little connection there. But somehow he, this guy, knew that in one specific corner of the canvas there was. Pretty much an exact replica of, or I should, I guess I should say the, 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 the Walker breakdancing is an exact replica of um, the painting. And I, I, I don't know. It's, it's just been, he's been on a generational streak. It's, it's banger after banger. Oh, I, I mean, I got to check that out. I mean, I, I think it would, it would just provide such a, a whole new context on all the sports media I consume. Yeah. You never would have thought. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what what other, you know, account or product out there is is able to draw connections and draw clearly such illustrative connections between right. classical art and modern sports. Right, and as a as a prospective art history major, maybe, and a lover of 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 sports, it really is the the perfect marriage of the two of the two disciplines and uh, gives me hope that I'm not wasting away my college education. That, that's a great thing to, to strive for. I'm Jacob. <laughs> I'm Jayang. And, and welcome back to the FPL Fortress. So let's kick off this episode with the Gaming 26 review. Um, I think the most notable game of the game week was uh, Arsenal four Newcastle one, right? I I mean I I think it was definitely the you know most exciting matchup coming in, and in terms of you know pure goals, I think it delivered. Yeah, I think I mean Newcastle have uh, declined a little bit since their highs of last season and early this season. So I think and Arsenal has been, have been on just an incredible run of form recently, which. Uh, made me you know I, I don't think i was so oh my god i just checked the, i didn't realize they lost to porto i thought it was a nil nil draw anyway um yeah so i definitely did expect arsenal to to win but i did not expect them to win in the fashion that did that they did um going four nil up um and putting the game to bed without any real response from newcastle yeah i mean i think 
maybe that's true about Arsenal, but I can't say I'm surprised that Newcastle lost in the way they did. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I did you did you believe last season that uh, that Newcastle would you know th- that that them that sorry that they as a team um, had genuinely you know pulled themselves up from relegation or even mid table conversations and genuinely were uh, you know European contenders were going to become that season in season. I mean, European is in top seven. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I I mean I th- I think I was very justified in thinking that they were one of the yeah. seven best teams in Europe in, in England last season. But I mean this year they look no, nothing nothing like it at all. Um yeah. I mean honestly, I know I know they've been racked by injuries, but I it it doesn't seem like they should be quite this bad. Yeah. And they were they had a very good run of form earlier on the season, but um, I don't know. I think it's an easy thing to say that, um, you know, how's magic has kind of worn off, but I, I mean, they, they have regressed. You can't get around that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I suppose that's a more convincing explanation for what's happened, but from an Arsenal perspective, Havertz, I suppose got a goal and assist yeah i mean he's (laughs) put up better numbers there than chelsea somehow has he i i think he has honestly better numbers how statistically statistically and at the very least better numbers than all the other players who've left chelsea recently yeah oh my god remember mason better than mount Better than Werner. Werner. I mean, I mean, he has six goals in half a season. His high at Chelsea was eight. Mm. Still, I don't, I don't think I can ever see him in a not underwhelming light, unless he just, you know. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I can't really see him ever excelling, like properly for a top club. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he's good enough. I agree. I, I just don't I, think his style of play is conducive to, you know, being a major contributor to a top club. And I don't think his skill is either. But I agree. Arsenal are sticking by him for now. And at least in this game, they are reaping the rewards. I, I, I have a word that I, that I believe characterizes Havertz's play style. Yeah, let's hear it. Very well. Lackadaisical. So, so you you think it's a an effort problem? I an effort problem. I don't. I mean, for all we know, he could be trying his hardest out there, busting his 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 um his lungs, but it just doesn't. You know, I, well, I mean, then it's not lackadaisical. What lacking into? He could be, but I, mm, it comes up. It 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 comes across that way. Like, surely he could be. Just maybe okay. Maybe it's it's to do with the optics of it all, and I'm being maybe, a little bit maybe, unfair. Maybe, maybe. I, I I would just say he's not a player that is able to assert himself mm. on a game, and maybe because of that, it seems like he's not doing very much because he's not being very involved. Hmm. That's fair. That's fair. Um. Yeah, Saka continues his wonderful run of form, which I suppose is regression in the other direction. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's four double digit holes in the last five. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, you're glad. No regrets about bringing him in last oh, week. Definitely not. not yeah. um, someone who I did regret bringing in last week was, was Huang. Now, I, you know, I will hold my hands up. I was really bigging him up to be just for great things. I thought he was poised on the verge of, of, of greatness. He did not fulfill my, uh, my wishes. Um, got a three-pointer. 
is flagged 25% chance of playing with uh, the hamstring injury. So it's, it's, it's looking like a, a bit of a problem. Yeah, I, I don't even want to say that the methodology was an awful, was awful because On my part? on your part. Yeah. Like, I, I, th I think it, it's not hard to see how it, it made sense back when Yep. you were making that transfer. I, I just think, I mean, I mean, definitely the injury makes it a lot more unlucky. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I, I think. Even with the the seventy five, you played against Sheffield, that was certainly disappointing. But you, you, I don't, I don't think you should, you should be responsible for for everything that's coming to you. Only, only, you know. <laughs> Mm, I appreciate that. I am am gonna not return the the not gonna extend back to you the graciousness with which you have offered me. You know what? You should you should explain just the the, the Yeah, disappointment I guess that I guess you experienced. I I guess I should. That's my punishment. Yes. Um, I mean we we've we've discussed my uh transfer in gaming twenty five that involved uh going from Jared Bowen to De Bruyne. Uh I think What was the other one? It was uh Trent to Dotti. Okay. Uh and and I justified that in part on the, the last episode by saying You know, Bo Bowen's ceiling is, you know, a one goal, nine point performance, Mm. and and Bowen really made me made me regret that by plundering a hat trick, and well, all yeah. while De Bruyne got zero minutes, and I had zero subs, so Oh no. just a big fat Yeah. screw. I, you know, again, I think, okay, I, to be fair, I don't think it was, you know, a crazy decision. I, you know, as I said last episode, I personally would never have done it myself, but I, you know, I can see the merits behind it, especially because Bowen had blanked in the uh, previous six games before this past game week. And actually I had bought him, um, just in time for the first of those blanks. So I actually, he's been blanking and blanking and blanking in my team. And, uh, you know, I finally, I, I wouldn't even exactly say that finally I feel vindicated because he's blanked so many weeks in a row before this 20 pointer. Um, but, but, but it does feel nice. Um, and just on De Bruyne, I, I don't know. I mean, he came on as a sub a couple of weeks ago, like 10 weeks ago. Game weeks, that is, uh, against Newcastle, got 12 points. Since then, 7 5 4 2 0 0. So not a great trend. I can't say I'm like, yeah, what's next? Negative two? <laughs> um, I, I can't say I'm surprised at, at Oh, sorry. how things have Can transpired. I, can I just issue a correction? He he did play six minutes, but he got a yellow card, so it was zero points. Yeah. So, Ah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah just the minutes thing has indeed been an issue as we both you know thought would happen but you decided that it was a risk that you were willing to take and unfortunately um you, you got on the, the wrong side of, of history Yeah, I mean, if if he did, you know, 90 minutes one game, 45 the next, 90 minutes, 45, I would have been fine with that. But yeah I, I, I just don't understand why he was sat for two Premier League games in a row just to start against Luton Town in the FA Cup. That, I mean, that, that bugs me. And I think I can feel a little hard done by that. Yeah, totally, totally. I, you know, I would have made more sense probably to play him against Bournemouth and rest him against Luton and play him this weekend. I would think so, but I'm not Pat, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, no one is, and uh, people have poured considerable time and effort into trying to get inside his head, but it's just not very possible. No. Uh, but you know, De Bruyne can do it, obviously, as he showed against Luton with his uh, quadruple. That's not grammatically correct. With his, can I say with his quadrupleus? No. With his How do four, I? How do I say? I guess so. with The quadruple with his is such a cooler word. wait, he scored a quadruplet. He racked up a quadruplet of assists. Is that a thing? Quadruplet. Mm. I don't know.
he dished up no dished quadruple what kind of a it's like huh it's that type of word double triple quadruple right but like but you wouldn't say he scored a double of assists i guess no you not at all this is tricky this is very tricky i'm really i don't think we're gonna be able to figure this out on the spot he had an assist in the fourth minute and over the course of the game, quadrupled his tally. Okay, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. That's well done. That's well done. So if we apply the the, the same grammatical model to, to Holland, he got a goal in the fourth minute, was it? And... Technically, I, I I thought it went in a two two fifty nine, but oh, okay. it was the, it was it was three minutes <laughs> on the dot according to the ah. score. So it was all the right. Fourth. And uh, quintupled his his tally by the by the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. There we go. We got it. I'm happy about that one. Yeah, they uh they exploded. Yeah, where was that? No, literally. I don't like. Know. I don't know. I don't get it. Well, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Loon um Loon didn't play a a low block though. They were pretty open, right? De Bruyne. I, well, I don't really remember. I didn't watch the the all of the goals, but I remember one of them was just a simple through ball to Holland, and Holland chased through after balls, cutbacks after through ball. Okay, okay. Basically, basically all that type of thing. Right. Um, but I mean, it's interesting because a lot of teams have struggled at Kenilworth Road. So mm -hmm. it, even though maybe they play a bit of a higher line, it's still not an easy place to come and score. Yeah. So we would have thought. Yeah. Um, I guess it's nice to have a, a reaffirmation of uh, what City can do, what yeah. Holland can do. Uh, I think it gives me more confidence of captaining Holland this week against United. Yeah, I think so. I think Just so. Mentally. You know? I, I never know what to make of the, of the United game for City. Because, yeah. I mean, we we do you want to have... table that? Sure. For the sure. captaincy, yeah. yes. We we will talk about this. Yeah. Uh, lastly, let's uh, talk about the the EFL Cup final between Chelsea and Liverpool. Third year in a row. Third year in a row that Chelsea lost. I don't even know what to say. It's uh, we just can't do it. We just can't well, do well, it. Was one of them not the FA Cup? Oh, it might have been. You're right, but still, I guess the final loss three years in a row is yeah. Yes, that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Um, we just love our nil nils against Liverpool. Yeah. Except this one didn't end up being a nil nil. At least we didn't lose on pens again. I don't know what would have been, what would have, what, what I was, what I was actually been. talking to to both a Liverpool and a Chelsea fan during the game. Oh yeah, and neither of them wanted pens. Which I think is quite telling. I think we would have done quite well with Pence. Well, I or guess rather... we could have Petrovic, who is supposedly a bit of a pen demon. Mm. Although Sanchez was uh, had played the whole game, which and I don't think he impressed. Which further, just I'm glad I'm glad Petrovic is our, our number one. But I think uh, well, obviously Allison's out, and Liverpool don't have Salah. They don't have, I think, a bunch yeah. of their pen takers like Darwin Jota. But I mean, do, do do you not think that players like Jaden Dans, mm. players like players who I don't even know the names of, because they are literally in the Liverpool academy, but are are now EFL Cup champions, would have scored anyways. I can't. You know, I don't. I don't have the. I don't claim any legitimacy. No, that's not the word. Authority to, to comment on that. I rest my case. I'm sure. You know what? What's his first name? Jaden? Jaden. Jaden, if you're listening, I believe with my whole heart that you would have scored against either Sanchez or Petrovic. That you could have. And I, I believe in you. And I support you and your 
soccer dreams. I'm I'm sure he'll be really moved by that. Yeah, that was that was the that was the intent. Yeah. I also just want to mention that City actually haven't won since 2021, which is quite interesting because for a while we really dominated this one. Oh yeah, four and five. Oh, I think we had, and we've been on something of a barren run since then. So interesting, it's a interesting. I think. Yeah. Hmm. It's kind of a irrelevant competition in my eyes. I mean, it's it's kind of funny because. This has been our best stretch in terms of the Prem, the Champions League, even the FA Cup. And and the one that's eluded us is the, the EFL Cup. Right. Right. Shall we move on to our Dilemma Deliberations? Or rather, this episode, I should just call it the, the Dilemma Deliberation. It's a big deliberation, though. So, should we write in? It is, yeah. So, with the completion of the FA Cup games midweek, we finally know what the game week, uh, what the, uh, the the lineup of um, uh, Blank Game Week 29 is going to be. And, uh, you know, it, it, it looks pretty grim. It was pretty much the, the worst-case scenario because uh, there were no upsets or rather the upsets didn't align um to allow for more fixtures in 29 so right now it's uh burnley brentford luton forest fulham spurs and west ham villa so with that confirmed knowledge do we free hit i don't see how you can free hit in good conscience be quite honest. In good conscience. Wow. Okay. So it's a moral issue now. I, I I just think that, I mean, you know, you you've just read that slate out. It is it is pretty grim. And I I've I've always believed that in in grim situations like this, there just isn't that much of an advantage to be gained by free hitting. Like even if you have you know the eleven best players. It's it's just those players aren't going to be that good, and the actual difference therefore won't be that much better. But from someone who has maybe nine of the fifteen best players, right? Yeah, I'm. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think we're just gonna have to bite the bullet. Wait, no, that's not that. Whoa, that is. What does that phrase mean? I just said it without knowing what it means. What does bite the bullet mean? You just, I mean, I, I, I think if it's in the context of going it with like less than eleven players, it's very yeah accurate. It, it just means to like accept oh sort of loss that's oh coming. Right, I you know if I just thought about the phrase a bit more, I'm sure I would have reached that conclusion. That makes sense. Yeah, well, in that case, I, I, I mean it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bite the bullet in game week twenty nine. Uh, probably play with. Okay, well, let's. I mean, we've talked about this in uh, blank game weeks in previous seasons, but what, what do you think is the, the threshold for uh, uh, for number of players that you would be all right with going into twenty nine? I think it's probably nine. Nine. I think. I, I think eight. You're just leaving yourself a little bit exposed, and. The tenth best player and especially the eleventh best player, there just aren't. I don't know. I, I I can't imagine there are that many great options at that point. Yeah. So, so I'm wondering if we could be a little bit more specific about this. Um, you know, who? You say nine. Who should those nine ideally be? Let's let's compile a list, shall we? Sure. sure. I mean, I think. Just looking at the fixtures, you probably have to have two Spurs midfielders. Mm, I you would think so, but I think now here's the thing: most most teams probably are running with a midfield of. Well, hmm. 
I was going to say, I don't know if there, there are enough spots for two Spurs mids because really? for me, I have Foden, Palmer, Bowen, Saka, and Huang. So I, I learned that it is indeed pronounced Huang. Really? Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, Huang sounds a lot better. It's got a much Huang... better... better what? Better vibe. Better vibe. Huang. I no, but what I what I will say is Huang just sounds like a like a Western a butchering of. Perhaps. I, I mean, it is. I guess. I mean, it is. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't change the fact that to my ear, it sounds better. That's fair. That is fair. Uh, yeah, I have Foden, Palmer, Bowen, Sack, and and Huang. So obviously, I can sell Huang for like a son. In fact, I might do that if I can with the money that I have this week, but. I don't want to sell Foden, Palmer, Bone, or Saka. Well, are, are are you anticipating that you'd wildcard after this? Mm. My thought has always been that I've been a dead end my team into a wildcard. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's compelling. That's compelling. Kind of forgot about that part. Yeah, in that case, I guess... The only thing is money. And... Well, well, here, here's what I would ask: If you don't wildcard now, when would you use it? Um, let's let's take a look at the the FDR. Mm, potentially. Oh, you know what? Okay, I I haven't really. I'll admit I haven't studied this particularly carefully, but I think people have been saying game week 30 as well one week afterwards because uh, City play Arsenal in uh, 29. So people were that. I mean, I guess that's, I, I guess that kind of justifies selling Foden and or Saka perhaps. Well, so, so City play Arsenal in game week 30? In 29. And then you'd, well, so you'd be fine. What? 29 is the blank. Oh, I'm stupid. So 30. Sorry, sorry, okay. sorry. I, I mean, wildcard thirty-one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So you'd Wait, be so, fine. Sorry, can you explain that a little better? Yes, my bad. So you know, if okay, there's the blank in twenty-nine, and then in thirty, City play Arsenal, and City and Arsenal both blank in a uh, twenty-nine as well. So I think that maybe justifies more selling. So, so as... for for those who might want Foden and Saka long term but not for that city arsenal game yeah you and, might want a wild card in one i'm not maybe. i'm not convinced by that yeah because I, I mean it's I do... one fixture say that again it is one fixture. one fixture they're all good enough players that you can still imagine them getting returns and yeah you know, you're conceivably wild carding at least you know 13 playable players in so you can just put at least one of them on the bench for a little bit. Yeah, I suppose. I th- I'm. I'm. I'll talk more about when exactly to when exactly to wild card um, in a couple game weeks time. But yeah, uh, but I, I just okay. think that that's it's just not worth it because if you know, I mean, you'd either be putting yourself in a bad position for twenty nine or. If you set your team up for 29 well, then you have to go a whole game week 30 without, you, you know, without an optimal team. Mm. So assuming that a game week 29 optimal team and a game week 30 optimal team are pretty different, and I think that's a pretty fair thing to assume. Wait, you, you do think the optimal team for a game week 29 versus 30 would be different? I can't imagine they'd be all that similar. So the point is, the point is that it's it's not worth like wasting game week thirty just to wild card in thirty one. It's better just to get the optimal game week thirty team in game week thirty. Uh huh. And figure out the Saka Foden City Arsenal stuff later. No, I guess there isn't that much to figure out. You're right in that it's 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 just one one game. But if we want to optimize. I mean, because here, I mean, the optimal team for 30 probably 
doesn't include like I don't like Arsenal defenders. So no, no, but that's just one. Ah, uh, no, no, yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, are are you saying that you'd want to like get so like as part of the game week twenty nine plans transfer out a lot of the same players that are like in the city Arsenal game game week thirty. I don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Like, I, I'd be fine with selling like a like a Gabriel for like a. I guess I, mean, I was going to say it's definitely team a, dependent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, I, it, I, in I've, some ways, yeah. it's very much a judgment call about how similar the game week twenty nine team you want and the game week thirty team you want are. And if, if they are similar, maybe you can wait until thirty one. And if they're not, yeah, maybe do that's, it that's good. That's good point. Consider 29 in relation to 30 as well. Perhaps that was a bit too in the weeds. Okay, sorry. Um, so two Spurs mids. Um, Watkins, Watkins. Undoubtedly. I think you need uh, Tony. I see. Now, nah, here's the other interesting thing. Well, okay. I guess I guess you can sell Solanke. Most people are going to have Solanke for 28. And you'd... you'd be fine yeah. selling some Mikey for Tony, right? Okay. Do you, I mean, do you need... maybe Tawa Wongi. Mmm. That's compelling. That fun fixture against Ludentown. That's compelling. Um, yeah. I would say... Okay. Should we say two Spurs mids, Watkins, and then Tony slash Wongi? Right, because you're not... Because you won't sell Holland, will you? I mean, it depends. Does it? I mean, if if you're wildcarding thirty, then maybe you just get back so. for I guess you know, so. a bit of a, a bit of a price hit, but nothing crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bowen, I would say. Bowen, of course. Especially, especially now that uh, Paqueta is back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's one, two, three, four. Five, five slash six. Yeah, I think. I think you can assume that people have Ariola and will just will be right. starting. There. Um. So that's like seven. Yeah. Six slash seven. I personally have Udoki, but I don't imagine the most do or that it's optimal. Um. Ah, uh, some people probably still have Poro. I still have Poro. Okay. Is he not injured? He is. Hopefully, he's back in time. Sure, I don't. Sure, sure. I don't know. Wait, if I don't have, if part, then I have, four, then I have four right now, instead of five, and I have three transfers. That means the maximum. If if Paro is indeed out, well, twenty nine is a while away. Hopefully, he's fine. Yeah. So your your max is seven and a half. Yeah. Well, best case scenario, eight without a hit. I I think I think. Given that it's against Luton, Morgan Gibbs White is on the cards. Mm. Uh, remind me who's at home for us or uh, uh, Luton Town. Luton is at home. I mean, Kenilworth Road, as we said, teams have struggled there. Yeah, and then we probably need a couple defenders as well. Yeah, but like, probably I, really hard to, to predict the clean sheets for 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 these games. I think. I mean, I think picking against Burnley is usually a decent bet. Okay. Someone like Ben Me, someone like Reguillon. Maybe a Villa oh. defender like Cash, Alex Moreno. Against West Ham at home, really? The Villa defense is solid. Yeah. I guess if you're dead ending, you can just look at that. Yeah. We can exactly. isolate. Um, Man, this is this is really grim scenes. Yeah. So I mean, so if if we were gonna say you need nine, it would be Ariola, three whatever defenders, and then Watkins, two Spurs mids, Bowen, Bowen. and Tony Slash Slash Yeah, that is nine. That's that nine. Is nine. Okay. Um, I I, I, I think if you can get that nine man team, you're honestly fine. Yeah, definitely because. Really, there's 
no one else that really yeah exactly like like we were both genuinely struggling to find the 10th i mean i mean we we brought up working gives away i think that's all you need to know uh <laughs> i i think bailey would be better than gibbs white perhaps perhaps leon bailey no one from fulham right mm, not that i think of no chance no one from burnley i i could i could foresee like a like a you're not intrigued by ross barkley i i actually did think about that yeah because he does also have the double in 28 oh Hey, hey. But it's still like he's not that good. You know, he he's been <laughs> I, I he's been putting in master classes. I don't I don't know what you mean. I mean, I mean, I mean on the season he's he's put up 0.5 or excuse me, 0.15 xg and 0.12 xa per game, which really isn't great. Um Maybe. I mean, even if you get him four game week 28 and you know, so so you get three fixtures in, in two game weeks. I'd still rather have two fixtures of Son or Bowen or mm. certainly Watkins or Tony than three fixtures of Barkley, I think. Perhaps perhaps you have a point there. Consider um Carlton Morris. Did he even start? He does. He does, yeah, especially yeah. now that Adebayo's injured. Dude, I, dude, pick up your, pick your phone and look at his uh, history, game week history, right now. Carlton Morris. Yes. I mean, did, I mean, I know, I know he scored in three straight, but okay, it's actually not quite that. It's not that bad. Dude, seven goals, six assists on the season. That's like better than Havertz. Sure, sure. But. On I think the, the, the appeal of a Luden player is that you can get him in early at 28 and get the extra fixture. Yeah, and, yeah. And at game week 28, I mean, you're not doing it for Solanke early, obviously, because Solanke also is the double. I can't imagine you'd want him in for Holland or Watkins. Holland because he's Holland and Watkins because you also want Watkins for 29. Mm, I see. So it, it, it just, I don't think it's feasible. I see. I see. Okay. Um, now, do you think a hit would be warranted to get to this? Uh, I guess we've put nine as the, the magic number here. Yeah. I mean, my gut reaction is that, like, come game week 29, if I am, like, thinking about taking a free hit, like... I have eight players, and I can take a minus four for Tony or a Wungi or a Gibbs White or someone like that. Right or before 29, you mean? What's that? You, you mean going into 29 going if you have... 29. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure that any of these players are good enough that it's worth it. Where I right. could see the value is someone like Sun, let's say. If you do Sun, or I guess I guess both transfers would need to be worth it. But like, I think Sun and Bowen are both conceivably could do very well in any of these three weeks, right? You, you, you'd you want totally. them 27, 28, 29? Totally. So if you do Sun and Bowen in now, you take minus four, mm. and you can reap the benefits of that for all three weeks leading in, that's the one situation where I can see it might be worth it. Hmm. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um. I guess so. Um. Are you gonna do that somehow? Not sure. I'm not sure because, I mean, my midfield right now is pretty good. Saka, Gross, De Bruyne, Foden, Palmer. I mean, obviously, De Bruyne at the moment is the biggest question, but he's also. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I think taking a minus four to get any of those players out just doesn't make sense to me. Okay. So, so what are you doing for next week? I don't know, honestly. 
I think I think I might just hmm. I will probably make like a transfer to start getting there. Maybe De Bruyne to Sun, honestly. De Bruyne to Sun. Right. Oh, that makes Or sense. maybe probably not Foden to Bowen or anything of that ilk. But honestly, Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, their, their two fixtures are United and then Liverpool. I think it's conceivable to to get both of those out for the Liverpool game at least. So, Yeah, yeah. so maybe my my transfers in the next two weeks, without taking hit or De Bruyne and Foden to the Sun and Bowen, and then twenty, Over the next, I yeah. go to the lanky to Ivan Tony. So you'd be at eight, I'd be at eight. and you're okay with that. No, but I don't. I'm. Still not convinced that there's any individual situation in which a hit for the ninth player is worth it. Okay. Yeah, unless that situation you just described, if you can get both bone and sun, it makes sense to me. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm just going to have eight. And, and I'm pretty okay with that, just because... Just because I'm not really missing out on anyone else. Yeah, I I Would think it be I'm um? Okay, but... Would it be uh crazy to transfer in anyone that uh, blanks in twenty nine right now, just for twenty seven and twenty eight? I mean, yes, if it means that you're gonna have Yeah. one fewer player, unless you're already planning on free doing a free it. Because what you really don't want to do is say like, okay. I will get some players in now that blank in 29 to justify doing a free hit. Because that's just stupid. Say that Again, again. if you're already planning on doing a free hit, Mm. then maybe it makes sense. Okay. Wait, well, then definitely do whatever you want with your transfers if you're free hitting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. Um, is there, yeah, some, some, some things floating around are wildcard 27, 28 as well. Does that appeal to you in any way at all? Not not really. I I don't really think that like it's kind of what we were saying with like the difference in the optimal game week twenty nine team and the optimal game week thirty team. And then also I guess here like also the optimal game week twenty eight team. Like I think the optimal game week twenty eight and game week thirty teams are pretty similar. I don't think the optimal game week twenty nine team is that similar to any of them. Yeah. So I I just don't see how you can wild card for the next 10 game weeks and still optimize game week 29 without doing a free hit. Uh-huh. Yeah, that makes sense. And wildcard 27 plus free hit 29. It's crazy, right? I, I just don't understand Okay. why. If, if you're using both of those resources... Right. Okay, I, yeah. I just feel like it's better to wait until game week thirty to wild card. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think we've reached a, a good point here. Yeah, I think so. Do Do you want to briefly touch on game week twenty eight? What about it? Just, I mean, it's 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 a pretty small one, but just the the Bournemouth Luton double. Hmm. I think poses a bit of a wrinkle. I I was just wondering if you had any thoughts on it. I really kind of like the idea of a Luton player. <laughs> um, yeah, just... Uh, it, it's a double. They play in 29. And if I guess if they, the issue that we discussed with Morris was that there are not enough forward slots to go around. But if they're like... Uh, you know... I, I, you know, I wouldn't mind buying, uh, buying a Doty now. Yeah, I think Dodie now makes a lot of sense. And and because of that, I do feel good about the Trent to Dodie part. Okay. Not the bone to KDB part, but the Trent to Dodie Yeah. part.
that's that's fair. That's fair. I you know I really would love like a like a Senesi would feel really good in my team in twenty eight. Yeah, but, but just, then just yeah, twenty nine is the problem. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on twenty eight? I mean, I think, I mean, we kind of like we were talking about. There are certain circumstances in which a Luton player might make sense, but I think Bournemouth, like if you're not already free hitting, it just isn't worth it to bring a Bournemouth player in, who will then blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think pretty clear. I think so. The the, the best. Course of plan, yeah. Cool. Let's uh, let's move on to the captaincy. Yeah. Um. This is an interesting one because there are two very clear cut options that I think are honestly on a pretty level playing field. You think so? I. Mm. All right. So so. Well, okay, we can you can finish off your earlier thought about um uh not quite sure not being wait, grammar. Oh my gosh, it's not becoming being a theme. quite sure about the city. There we go. There we go. There we go. Because I mean on the one hand, United are you know, I mean, they're a top eight or nine team at the moment. In terms of quality. <laughs> and yeah, so they're not like they're not exactly a pushover, even at home. And I mean, city city have, you know, I mean, we we've demolished them at times, but they've also you know played us quite stingy at times as well. Yeah, it's it's one that really could go either way. Um, and I mean, I mean, Holland, you know, not not so long ago, just last season, put up. I I think it was what two goals and three assists. I think it was a hat trick, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Three three and two then, maybe. Oh my god. Just a dominant performance. Insane. But I th I think in the reverse fixture, United played a, a decent bit better and we only won by one or two. And in the reverse fixture you lost. Oh, did we really? Two one. What? Yeah, last season in the reverse fixture. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. So so it really could go either way then. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I guess it would be really nice if you could get, give a conclusive answer to, to this question. What, what, how do you see it going this time around? I mean, if I had to guess, we win 1-0, honestly, maybe 2-1. Huh. Any just vibes? Um, the, just the, the trajectories that both teams have been going on. So I mean, yeah, basically vibes, but <laughs> I, I I'd be I I think it's a it's it's based off my vibes. I I didn't feel I actually feel very good about captaining a Holland last week. Although to be fair, my other choice would have been Huang, and that wouldn't have been better. But I feel really good with the captaincy our armband on on Holland this time around because United at home it's. it's All right, I, I want to ask you something. Say that again. I want to ask you something. Yes. Does it make sense to feel better about Holland after the Luton Town game? Like, is that a rational feeling? Yeah. Why? Because can can cause you not just... dismiss any one game as an anomaly? Oh, sure you can. Sure you can. But <sighs> I, I'm treating this more as a, like as I said, as a positive sign or a reaffirmation that. Holland can in fact score five goals in a game against a Premier League side. 
And if, I mean, we can't, can't treat every single, I, what about the anomalies interesting? Cause like, how do you, how do you attribute? Cause you can't really, you can't really call something an anomaly unless you have context, I think on, on either side of it. Well, I, I, th I think my point is that we, we knew that Holland was capable of this. Like, okay. it, we, we always knew that he is capable of absolutely plundering a team like Luton Town for five goals. Yeah. Sure. But, I mean, and that should be in the back of our minds. But does the fact that, I mean, I think it's indisputable that the fact that it happened, you know, so recently brings it to the front of our minds. Mm -hmm. And my question is, should it be in the front of our minds or the back of our minds? I don't think it should drastically change our decisions for for this upcoming. But it week, seems but... like it is. Y really? I mean, it to me, like it seems like a huge part of your decision is because he plundered Luton. Um. No, I I think it's more of a psychological um. Just makes me feel better about it. I don't. Yeah, I think yeah. that's my point. You don't. It's like a like a like a little, a little reassurance, maybe. But my, my I, I see. I see what you mean. You, if you didn't receive that assurance, and if you hadn't, you would have captain Saka. No, not necessarily. Oh, but okay. I'm saying hypothetically. Ah, okay. You would have captain Saka narrowly and then holland scores five and you switch it to holland is that a rational choice oh okay now that's a question <sighs> it's not an easy answer yeah i'm really not sure honestly i i think you have to go back and think about why you would have slightly opted over for Saka. Uh, sorry, slightly opted for Saka over Holland in the first place before the, the Holland five goals. Because, cause, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, Holland scoring five goals doesn't change Saka at all. It's just... Uh, and we don't know if... Honestly, and, and I guess your argument is that Holland scoring five goals doesn't change Holland either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I'm not sure what the right answer is. Yeah. Because it's it's hard to imagine that. You know, I mean, I mean, we know confidence exists. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard to imagine it doesn't make him at least marginally, you know, a marginally better pick. But mm. I just don't know how small that margin is. Yeah, that's that's the question. Hmm. Yeah, again, I, I'm not sure if we're going to reach a, a conclusion here live, but I, 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 I appreciate the fact that uh, that you had the the presence of mind to point out this potential fallacy. As you, as you, it seems like you do this pretty often. I'll say something, and you'll be like, "No, hold on a second, and I'll and I'll and I'll think about it." And you, you definitely, there's some validity behind where you're coming from. Should we should we round out this argument by? Discussing the other possible option. So, so Saka. Uh, Sheffield away. So it's, it's a pretty good option. Sure is. I mean, it's it's hard to find fault with someone who scored, what, like seven in his last five? Mm -hmm. like have a look. Let's have a look. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. Yep. I mean, I mean, ten, nine, fifteen, fifteen, ten. I mean, that's that's pretty obscene. I I feel like. And it is. It is. I mean, I mean, there, there's I mean, Sheffield are worse than any of the opponents you faced in that run. It's true. It's hard to it's hard to imagine that. You know, with with the way he's playing, it seems like Arsenal have found a way to use him. It's it's hard to imagine that. Sheffield United of all teams could stifle him. Yeah.
Mm. Yeah. Although they didn't completely collapse against Wolves last week at all. Now, I'm not, of course, Arsenal a better attack than Wolves, but... Well, that's true. That's true. I think I just... I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if there can be any explanation behind it, but just... <laughs> Just the, the the fact that it's away. I just I just hate captaining a player who who's playing away. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, you could also say you know it's better to captain a midfielder than a forward. You could say that more opportunities for points. But I I do know what you mean psychologically. You feel a lot better when there's the H next to their name. Yes. Yes. Oh. And it matters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it does. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, th um, I think home teams have like a 47% chance to win the game compared to like 29 for the away team. I, ooh. Enormous. I mean, and we've talked about this before, but. We have. We have. We have. I actually, have I mentioned my AP statistics presentation to you? I have, right? I think I think you have, yeah. Yeah, I I I might pull that up right now cuz I uh it's about it's about home versus away, I think. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't. Wait, maybe it was an aspect of it. I was looking at xG versus um actual goals scored, and I think home versus away might have been one of the angles through which I further Interpreted the the question. Do is there anything um else you want to say while I'm looking for it? Um, I mean, there's not that much to say about Saka. I mean, he's a consistent asset who's been consistently good. You know. Yeah. And yeah. I honestly do not know what I'm gonna do. Oh yeah. Like I'm 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 really really stuck. I mean my gut says Holland, but my head says Saka. Ooh. Right, okay, that's fair. What yeah, you, no, I don't are you leaning one way or the other? Um Yeah, Holland. I'm I'm definitely leaning Holland. But But I don't, I don't assume Saka in this in this instance whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I'm probably about the same. Yeah, I I couldn't find anything really significant with my stats project, but yeah, but I mean, I mean, we we don't need stats to tell us that home field is <laughs> very real. No, no, it's true. It's true. But I'm going to think about it, and I might overthink yeah, it. I'll think about it for, for a good bit tomorrow. Yeah. I'll probably look out for FPL Gabriel's fixture analysis. Yeah, yeah. Always helpful. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. Sack has been taken off early in the last four games. Well, it's also because he did so well that... No, no exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, so I think that brings us to the end of another, another episode of the FPL Fortress. I think I think this is a really fun one, honestly. I re I really enjoyed our uh, Blank Game Week 29 discussion. I think touched on basically every single key point that was out there. Totally, totally. I think sometimes, yeah, uh, you know, sometimes on this on this podcast we perhaps have a slight tendency at times. To, to be very philosophical and, and theory driven slash theory oriented. And it, it's it's nice to uh, ground that that theory sometimes in uh, some very, very specific circumstances. And we did just that. I think we went very in the weeds with uh, yeah. 29 
and really that's like that that is the the impending thing that we have to worry about in the next and it's 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 what's going to guide obviously our transfers so it's 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 definitely good that we got such an extensive analysis of it yeah out absolutely. There. i think that's all for me do you have anything else for us Johnny? we wish everyone a healthy green arrow <laughs>